What's up, mamas? Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. Happy Monday. So today's episode, I want to talk about, you know, we talk a lot about the moms breaking the chains and the things that we do to try to make that difference in our lives. I really want to shift the focus into some of the things we do differently to make a difference in our children's lives, right? Of course, with the changes that we make within ourselves, will really impact our children. But what about when it comes to making decisions for your kids that maybe your family is really, really against? So, or friends, anyone in general. So I really want to dig into that episode today and give you some insight about this topic. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, Mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faithlet mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. All right, before we get started, I just want to encourage you, if you are not a part of our Facebook community group of other moms breaking chains, you can go ahead and join that in the link below. Uh, I just, this past Sunday, I just started our weekly empowerment calls. So there were short little calls, but uh, I, I got some feedback on the women that joined in yesterday and they really, really got a lot out of what um, I was able to do on that empowerment call. So I offer that out to you. It, I put it out on the Facebook group. So every Sunday I do a small 15 to maybe 30 minute empowerment call, just depending. Um, and so we're going to be doing that weekly. So if you like to go and be a part of that, you can check out our Moms Breaking Chains Facebook group. Also, if you've been a listener for a few episodes, if you could please go leave me a written review or a five star review rating on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts would really, really help to grow the show so we can continue to reach other moms around the world. And if you have not listened to any of my episodes for the past week, I mentioned that I did rebrand to Empowered by Monica. However, this podcast is still called Moms Breaking Chains, but EmpoweredbyMonica.com is my now umbrella brand where you can find my podcast, my fitness training, and other things that I may be doing in the future, such as one-on-one coaching, empowerment coaching programs, and such and such, right? Speaking it into existence. (laughs) All right, so let's go ahead and get into today's topic. So a lot of times I feel that 
Um, and, I, and I'm going to share from my own experience. I really feel that, you know, when our parents raise us or someone, you know, that we're close to has done things a certain way, you know, a lot of the times we can just basically kind of blindly follow, right? And whether it means it's a good thing or not, right? Um, one of the things I shared yesterday was about the belief systems in your motherhood. So I got on that empowerment call and I asked the women, I said, I want, I want you to ask a really deep question to yourself. Do you parent the way you want to parent? Or are you parenting based on how your parents raised you? And not to say that it's right or wrong. However, the person you're trying to become today, does that align with who you want to be? Or are you willing to change something about it, you know? And um, and I got most of them saying that they went against what they did. You know, well, one of them told me she did, she went against what, not against, but she kept the good in what she liked, the way her parents raised her. And then she did away with the stuff she didn't and tries to raise her child differently, right? And so I really thought that that was super cool and and and, um, and just impactful because we don't even realize just how much one generation, one decision, one parenting decision on our end can make the uh, all the difference in the world to our children and the future generations, right? This podcast is all about breaking the chains. And yes, it talks about addiction because just you being here, you wanting to make that change about, you know, breaking the chains and you know, not wanting to be in that active addiction so you can give your child a different life says a lot about where you're at and what you want to do. And so I want to ask you though, yes, being that you are clean and you're doing something different or you're thinking about getting clean, right? And it's okay if you're here and you're back and forth and you constantly have been relapsing, just know that you can make the decision to stop and change anytime, right? The fact that your children get to see something different within you says a lot, right? And we minimize so much of that, you know, just by one decision of not using can change the future generations to come, right? Um, everybody in my family prior to me has used before, um, unfortunately still does use, you know, and I had to make that decision to remove myself from that particular area as far as the using, right? I don't have to get rid of my family. I didn't, you know, I did in the beginning, I had to set some boundaries. However, it's gotten so much better, right? And so I'm here to tell you that you can make that change, that one little change. So again, I'm going to go back to that question. Um, how, what, what, what you're doing today for your children and how you're parenting, is that a reflection of who you are and who you want to become? Okay. So let me give you some examples. So, okay. Um, you know, everybody's different in this area. I'm not going to get into too much detail. I don't want a lot of controversy, but let me just say your medical decisions for your kids, right? A lot of the times, you know, our parents or whoever is really, you know, big about either one, they don't go to the doctor or two, they're on top of doing the appointment and doing what they do for our children, right? Now, as you have your own children, you obviously might make some different medical decisions for your kids, right? Um, you may make some different school decisions for your kids. So I'm here to tell you that I, I made quite a few different decisions for our children. We did, right? Not me. Me and my fiance, their father, made a decision to do things differently for our children. And we're okay with it, right? And not to say that their our parents' way was right or wrong. It's just something that aligns with us and our belief system. And so we decided to do things different. You know, most of you that know, if this is your first episode, we homeschool our children and we made that decision based on, you know, um, the, the idea got sparked during COVID, but it wasn't because of COVID, right? It was like it showed us something different. I really felt like God had placed, planted something different in our hearts for our kids. 
and um, and we're not opposed to public school. We just made a decision that our heart was guiding us to homeschool. So that's where we're at in our journey. Um, and if something were to change down the line, we made the decision we'd be open to change our minds, right? But I say that to say that nobody in my family has ever homeschooled. Nobody in my family has ever even thought about homeschool, right? So for us to make these decisions, you know, um, I'm not saying we had a lot of pushback. We did have a few family members question our decision based on, you know, well, what about this and what about that, right? Which were definitely very, very valid concerns for the decisions we made for our kids, right? Especially going against something that is so common and so foreign. You know, we're just like, you know, you have your kids by age four or five, they're in school, you go to work and and then you get off at three or four and then, you, you know, and just the basic, right? And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's technically what society has taught us, right? We put our kids in school, we work an eight to four job, eight to three job, and we have to go and get our kids and then that's it. And then we redo it again Monday through Friday. And that's usually the routine. Um, and our schedule just looks, our, our schedule is very different. You know, those of you that know, I work from home. Um, I've started a few businesses here at home in the past and I had to let them go. And then I recently rebranded and restarted my businesses again here at home, podcasting being one, uh, one of them, and my boxing fitness all-female gym that I do here too, and I do programs at the park, right? So that's the kind of stuff that I do, and I do it differently, but I ask you because I want to know where is your mindset at about how you're doing things differently for your kids? Do you feel okay with what you do for your kids? Are you allowing outside influences to tell you that you're not doing enough, that you're not doing it right? You know, I want to tell you that, yes, you know, I, I even though this is not part of my story, let me tell you, I hear this happen a lot, mamas, especially for moms in recovery. Maybe you were in your active addiction when your kids were smaller. Maybe you got your kids taken away from you. Maybe you just got your kids back and you're trying to learn how to parent. You're also trying to like be a parent where your your kids are gonna like want to hang around you because maybe you had some time separated from them so you tend to be a little more laxed and or you're allowing people that may have had custody of your kids at one point tell you continue to tell you how to parent your children right let me tell you something mama you were called to be their mom for a reason i don't care the circumstances i don't care what happened right you were called to be their mother. Regardless if somebody else is in the picture right now, you were called to be their mother. Regardless if you lost custody and you just got your kid back and you feel guilty about making decisions now at the age that they are, you're still called to be their mother, right? And I want to tell you that you have every right and authority to make good decisions and you are capable of making good decisions for your kids, okay? I think we've allowed society and we've allowed so much outside influence to tell us what we're doing right and wrong with our kids. And that part I can agree with because I know in the beginning, I allowed so many people to try to tell me how to parent because I was a new mom. And then it only took me having our first son when he was one, when I got pregnant with my daughter, that I was like, oh no, I'm going to start making some different decisions, right? Because some things just weren't sitting well. And then some other things started coming up where we were like, no, we're going to make some good decisions for our kids that align with us, right? I don't care if it's a good decision to anybody else. It's a good decision to us. I don't care if people like that we homeschool or not. It's a good decision to us, right? And so I'm okay with those decisions today. So I want to ask you, what decisions are you or aren't you making for your children 
because you feel like you're not capable and you're not adequate enough. You are more than enough to make decisions, right? Let's not forget that. And so I just wanted kind of I just wanted to use this episode to really encourage you because I really feel like there's a lot of moms out there that really feel like because they made all these mistakes in their past, you know, let me tell you, one of the most admirable things um in a child's eyes and I could say this being a child and seeing my dad, you know, uh, when I was growing up, even when I was in my early 20s and I saw my dad trying to stop drinking, that was extremely admirable to me that my dad was trying. You know what I mean? Um, it was extremely admirable to me when I saw my mom doing things differently than what she was brought up doing. Right. Like just their lives alone. They gave gave us such a different life than what they had. They came from an extremely, extremely hard life. Right. And I'm so proud of them for what they did for us, right? Regardless of what it did to me or maybe affected me in some ways, they did the best they could with what they had. And I, and I admire that, right? Um, let me tell you, your kids are going to admire the effort that you make, even if they are rebellious to it, because I was a super rebellious teenager and child, and I didn't want to listen to a darn thing my parents had to say. But let me tell you, I admire them and I love them so much for everything they did to me and everything they instilled and even the things they fell short in, right? Because of those things, I get to see what I could do different for my children, right? The future children, their children, they're going to get to see where mama fell short and they get to do something different for their children, right? That's how the chain breaking starts. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean that we do everything perfect. It means that even just by one little change we make, that could be as simple as making a different decision for what we're doing for our kids can make all the difference in the world, right? That could be as simple as you just sitting down and listening to your child when they're telling you something. That could be as simple as you act out and you you kneel down and you apologize to your kid for acting out the way you did, right? Looking them in their eyes. I don't care if they're one, two, or three years old. You kneel down, you look them in their eyes, and you tell them you're sorry. That's a chain-breaking move right there. That is something different that we may not have seen, especially not to be mean, but Hispanic families, right? Never saw that, right? There was a lot of, you know, I'm the authority, and, you know, I, you listen to me, I'm the adult, you don't say nothing, right? And those kind of things instilled, right? You know, that fear, that superiority to children, and, I'm just grateful today that, you know, we get to do something different. And don't get me wrong, I fall short a lot, right? I'll I'll go into that superiority stuff sometimes, right? Because I'm like, I'm the parent, you know, I you need to listen to me, right? And then I gotta backtrack and be like, no, I want him to, I want my kids to be respected and heard, right? I wanna validate their feelings. So like let's say you came from a house upbringing where you were never taught your feelings, right? Let me tell you, even as an adult, I'm still learning to identify what I'm feeling. Like I do not always know. And so sometimes I got to really stop and pray and think, what am I feeling? Imagine what your children feel. They don't know how to feel their fit. They they don't know what they're supposed to be feeling. Not that you got to tell them, what to feel, but it's always good to ask them to, so, so they could start learning and normalizing their feelings, right? So maybe just start with that simple thing. You see your child upset or you even see your child happy. Ask them, oh, how are you feeling? Are you happy today? What made you happy, right? So they can start really identifying with the things that make them happy, that make them upset. My son is so funny. Like if I get upset about something, he's like, are you angry, mom? Are you angry? And he has like this cute little voice. He's three years old and he is hilarious. He'll be like, oh, mom's so angry. And he'll make like the little mad eyebrows, right? 
And it's just so funny because it's like he knows what angry is, right? Or he'll be like, Mom, I'm angry. Mom, I'm angry. I'm angry. And I'm like, oh, okay, baby, why are you angry? And he doesn't even know why he's angry, but he just makes the angry face. And so it's so cute, though, because, you know, we're trying to normalize those feelings. We want them to know it's okay if you're angry, right? Um, I know one thing that I remember growing up was like if I had a bad day or I had a tantrum or I wasn't in a good mood, <clears throat> I was taught to like, you need to straighten your act up, right? Like that is a form of suppression. And it doesn't mean that my parents were bad for doing that. It's just a form of suppressing. Like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't able to feel mad feelings or hurt because it was like, you need to straighten your attitude right away, you know? And, um, or, you know, you're in a bad mood or I would get called out for the bad stuff. Right. Or like, if I remember being a kid overexcited, my dad would be like, you're acting like a kid, you're acting like a kid, you know? And I know he would say it sometimes joking, but sometimes when he would say it, it would bring in like that. Oh, I'm being too happy. I need to bring it down a notch. You know what I mean? And, um, so things like that, like just being aware of the things that we say when kids like, if they're happy, like encourage that. Be like, oh, it's so good to see you happy, baby, you know? Or if they're sad, be like, oh, I'm sorry you're sad. Do you want, you know, you want a little time out for yourself or, you know, or leave them alone, right? Like if my son's angry, I'm trying to get to the place where, like, instead of trying to scold him, um, and, and I fall short of this, but I'm getting better. Like when he's throwing his tantrums, I'll leave him alone, just completely alone. Instead of trying to fix it and, oh, calm yourself down, you're acting up. I'll try to be like, okay, I'm going to leave you completely alone. Like, I'm not even going to, like, you know, when you're done and you calm down, I'll, you know, we'll talk, right? And uh, and I let him. I let him throw his tantrums. Sometimes he throws himself on the floor and rolls around. And I'll just let him, right? I'll, I'll walk away from it. Like, instead of trying to pick him up and scold him and, oh, you're going to sit over here or whatever, right? Like, I let him. Because that's a form of me allowing him to feel his feelings, right? Even though he has been such a challenging child, let me just tell you guys, I love him so much, but he has definitely been challenging. I can't see, he's not a challenging child. Let me, let me take that back, right? I don't like putting labels on my child. My child is not a challenging child. His behaviors have been challenging, right? Um, he's an amazing child, but he has been challenged, his behaviors have been challenging in the form of, you know, um, being very rebellious in some ways, right? And I'm told he's going through a phase, which I pray that that's what it is. Um, he is three, but he is a little hyper. You know, he's a little hyper and a little over the top sometimes. But, um, but I'm just so grateful for his love and his energy. You know, he's he's uh, he's such a good big brother. And I, but I watch his behaviors, right? Like I watch him, and I'm starting to see, like for example, my daughter, right? Like I, I try, I'm trying to pay attention to their behaviors like what is it that they're doing kind of catching them when they're you know like my, my daughter for example she just started potty training oh she's already pretty much potty trained um but what I noticed she does is like because we would give her praise when she would go potty in the toilet she's overdoing it now because she wants to be overpraised so now what we do it's not that we're minimizing what she's doing because it's a great job that she's you know my goodness she's not even two yet and she's already taking potties by herself right but what instead of being like yeah you know like throwing a big old party we're like oh good job did you wipe yourself oh you know let's flush it oh let's wash your hands like we're just normalizing and going through the motions to not make it an over-the-top thing so that she knows it's just a normal thing to do right and that little simple things that she's supposed to do don't have to get overpraised for right and at first of course we're excited because she's our baby girl and you know we're like yay but we noticed she was constantly on purpose being like i gotta pee i gotta pee so over the top she was 
was like every five minutes. Now she's still doing that. <laughs> so we're trying to break her from that, right? But it's just that awareness. It's knowing like, okay, what are we trying to instill in our kids? Because while we don't want to instill all the bad stuff, we can also like maybe in some way overdo it on the good part where they're going to want to be validated all the time. And if they're not, they're not going to do something. And so I'm being mindful of that balance of like, okay, um, how can I constantly validate the feelings without being over the top, right? So those are some things that I just feel like, especially the feelings. So again, let me recap, just kind of like validating the feelings, right? Asking, teaching the emotions. Um, what are you doing? How are you parenting that aligns with you? And if you're not doing something, let's say you're doing something and it doesn't feel well with you. Again, we're going to tie that back to that belief system. Whose belief system? is this is this your belief system or are you trying to parent the way your parents did because they're telling you their ways the right way you have so much authority over the way you can parent your child right not authority like you know dictatorship in your kid i'm talking about when it comes to decisions school decisions medical decisions you're you have so much rights in that area that you know it's it's about us getting informed Right. And it took me doing research, asking, um, you know, doing things I had to do for us to do things that align with our family and our values. And so I just want to encourage you that because you have that authority. I don't care what your past look like. If you're a present mother now and you're making every effort, you have that right and that authority to be a child, a mother to your child. Right. And I guarantee you, your children are going to look back and be like, man, my mom really did it. Right. My mom really tried to change. She may have struggled, but she's doing it. You know what I mean? So give yourself more credit than you do because you deserve it. You are so, I'm just, you know, if you're not listening to this, just the fact that you're listening to this, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for making a decision, a different decision for your children. Your children deserve to have you, mama, because you are called, this is just a bump in the road, right? Whatever you did in the past was a bump in the road. It was a distraction, Let's get back on the lane and let's focus, right? Because we have the ability to do things different for our kids so we can break the future generational chains. Y'all have a wonderful Monday. I just love y'all so much. Thank you for being a listener of this podcast because it will not be growing without y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day, mamas. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, mama. Bye-bye. Have a good day. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.